Okay, today is one of my favorite days. It is. There's no birthday. We get to hear my wife preach today. <laughs> Come on up, baby. I'm like, I get to hear this every day. You don't know what you're missing out on. <laughs> She'll probably be nicer to you, to you than, than she is to me, but come here. This is God gave Mandy to me as a gift. I tell her this in private. I'll tell you publicly. She saved my life. She completely changed who I was in a good way. She and God and Jesus and Holy Spirit. It's the, I'm being serious. And... Um, yeah, I wouldn't be who I am without her, and our, our boys are who they are because of her, and so I, I trust her with all my heart. She knows my deepest secrets, and she loves me anyway. She's fierce in friendships. I want to brag on you. She's fierce in friendships. She, does, she, she will not let friends go. She won't let you get away with anything. She'll call it out. She'll make it awkward. She likes awkward. She thinks it helps people grow. <laughs> and, and so there's, she has a gift, and she discerns, and she knows seasons before they come. And this has been a source of frustration in her home because she'll see things before I see them, and I'm just a little bit slower to them. And she's like, I've been telling you for like a year, six months, well, you know, what's going on? And she just knows timing before it happens. She's a prophetic. She has a prophetic gift. She interprets dreams, and I love her, and I'm glad she's speaking. Love you. Thank you. Yeah. I am. Yes, please. I've been wanting to try these chairs out. They've been hiding behind the sound for a while. <laughs> Aren't those nice? Those are awesome. <clears throat> okay. How are y'all? Good. You need to look at your neighbor and tell him we made it. <laughs> we made it here today. Right? Did anybody else have a hard week, hard, busy week? Raise your hand. Sorry. Yeah. So how many of you have um, family that's sick today? How many of you have had sickness in your family since school started back? All right. So I just want us to pray, okay? Um, I just, yeah, I just felt like um, the favor of the Lord rests upon us and that um, we need to just declare his healing of our bodies and our family's bodies. And um, regardless of our kids being in school and the season that's coming, that we are to walk in healing and wholeness, okay? So we all agree with me? Okay. So, Lord, we just thank you, Father, that you actually made healing and wholeness available. You made that possible through your son, Jesus. And we just thank you and we honor you. We acknowledge that you are a healer. And so we just declare and command our bodies and our families' bodies to come into alignment with your anointing and the blood of Jesus that heals, that cleanses, and washes away every sickness. We thank you that nothing can stay in your presence. 
but that which is life and holy and righteous and healthy and complete and good. And so we just receive it in Jesus' name. And we declare this season for our church family to be a season of health, divine health, and thriving. And we just love you and thank you, Jesus, for it. Amen. All right. All right. Well, let me take note of the time. I'm hoping my prayers that this is short and sweet with a little kick in the rear (laughs) for you. And I'm probably going to be back and forth. But okay, so today I want to talk about our divine calling as a body of believers, the church. I am, and in fact, I kept thinking, man, if my husband doesn't go sit down and stop talking, he's just going to start preaching my message. So <laughs> that's really cool because my husband hasn't asked me one time, what are you speaking on? So we're, he just will check with me this week. Are you okay? <laughs> you need anything? You good? But he has no idea. And I love it because, you know, for everyone in the room, I mean, we all, is we can we can be, every one of us can succumb to, I'm doubt or unbelief in speaking the heart of the Lord. It's like you know when it's for you, and you know you're just walking along, and you're hearing the voice of the Lord, and He confirms it. But then when you know you're going to speak and share the heart of the Lord for people, you know you can get a little shaky. So I love that the Lord is so intentional and intimate with every one of us that He will confirm and reveal and just affirm what He desires to say. So I just realized my my son, my son told me on my way up here that he's excited to hear his mom speak. How many of you believe that? No. (laughs) I won't tell y'all what he is, little stinker. Okay. So this isn't quite as high as a head liked it to be. I can lower this, babe. I can raise the seat up. Is there like a pump? Ah, okay. There. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Alrighty. All right, guys, so um, we're going to pray before we get started. Um, you can go ahead and open your Bibles if you have it. I'm going to, whether you have the Passion Translation or not, it's okay. It's not going to be too far off. I am going to read from the Passion Translation, um, so you can pull it up in your phone or if you have your Bibles. But go ahead, and we're going to look at Ephesians 4 and 1 Corinthians 12, okay? So we'll come back to that, but first I want to um, do something else. When I pulled up this morning, I was sitting in the car, and um, I just felt like I heard um, the Holy Spirit say that the winds of change are here, the winds of change. And so I just declare that over us and over this house, that the winds of change are here. And I'm excited about what the Lord is doing and what he's going to do. And that's kind of what I want to talk about. Um, So before we start, let's just pray. So, Lord, we just love you. We thank you, Father, for who you are. And, Lord, we just, the prayer is simple. We invite you to offend our minds to reveal our hearts because that will cause us to draw closer to you, to know you more, and even draw closer to one another, and that is your heart for us. And so we just thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, y'all ready? All right. So I want to take a moment real quick, and I just want to celebrate what the Lord's been doing. Okay, so we're going to kind of backtrack real quick. So just give me grace. If you're a guest here um, this morning, 
and this is not your church family, just kind of give me grace. I promise that the Lord is going to speak to you and has a word for you. But I just want to kind of backtrack and celebrate what the Lord has been doing. And I want us to just kind of take our time and take a moment to think about it. So it's been about two and a half years since we've been here. Is that correct? Or since we um, brought the churches together. And since that time, we've cleaned house. We've put systems in place and we've paid debts off. Amen. Amen. At the end of last year, I don't know if you guys remember this, but there was a really sweet presence of the Lord. We would, when we came together in worship, do y'all remember there was something very special and um, powerful? It was like, it didn't matter what we did, the Lord showed up in a very special way. There was something very sweet about his presence. I don't know if you remember, even at the, like after service was over and after prayer was over, I, don't, I mean, the chairs were facing this direction, and people were still just after service, lingering and praying and crying out to the Lord. Do y'all remember that? It was, I remember thinking, it was so special, Lord, I don't want to do anything for this to lift. Like, I don't know it's possible that I can do something to cause this to lift, but I don't want that to go away. And I thank the Lord for that. I, yeah. Um, this year, so there's been a lot of hard work and labor. Many of you have kind of put your hands to the plow. And it's been really cool because we've seen, like, transformation before our very eyes. That literally in the physical, this, this building has, like, come alive and it's transformed. And it's awesome. It's looking great. All you people who have been working hard. Friendships are being made, and bonds are being formed in our kids. So when I get ready, well, when I attempt to get Levi to sleep at a decent hour on Saturday evenings, I mean, you know that doesn't happen, but still, I tell him, you've got to go to sleep, you got to get some rest, because in the morning, we're going to go to church, and we're going to see our friends, and he gets excited. And when I'm up here during the week, cleaning or whatever, every week I'm excited for Sunday. And I, you know, I've been going to church on Sundays for many years now. And we all know, I, you guys probably have too, and there are many, there are, there are times when it's not always fun <laughs> or it's hard, you know, and, and those are necessary. But man, it's been, it's so refreshing and it's, so wonderful to be able to experience and share the excitement with my family and even have that genuinely when I'm here by myself to just look forward to Sunday and getting to be with you guys. Um, this month is a 30-day push. We're in the middle of that, well, near the end of that. And I have seen people ministering to one another. We've been eating together, fellowshipping together, and families have been making sacrifices together. And it has been beautiful to watch. I've been, I've told a few of you, but I've been really proud of the commitment that you guys have made to come because it is not convenient, especially when we've been used to only coming Sunday morning. And, and some of us have to sacrifice all day and, you know, and, be, and we have little ones. And then some of us, even being older, I mean, we all have our schedules. We all have our routines. But we said we, we need more. We desire more. And we want to go there together. And you guys responded. And I just want to tell you all that I'm really proud of you guys for that. And it's been beautiful to watch everything that's been taking place in our church family. Um, I've even seen healthy confrontations take place. 
I don't know if y'all remember back, it was actually back in November, my husband was just kind of talking about this place that we were going, the place that he saw, and what the Lord was doing and how special it was, but that it was going to require healthy confrontation. There were going to be some messes, and we're going to have to, we're going to, have to be brave, and we're going to have to learn how to communicate in a healthy way just as we continue to grow together. And initially, I thought that's what I was going to talk on, um, but I realized I'm really seeing that already. I'm witnessing... I'm witnessing that within the body. Um, and so I'm just so excited about what the Lord is doing. And I just celebrate what has been happening for all of us in this house. So let's go ahead and look at Ephesians 4. Y'all there? All right. So we're going to start Ephesians 4.1, okay? And we're going to read 4.1 through 6, and then we'll skip down to 11 and read 11 through 16. So as a prisoner of the Lord, I plead with you to walk holy in a way that is suitable to your high rank given to you in your divine calling. With tender humility and quiet patience, always demonstrate gentleness and generous love toward one another. I'm so sorry. By the way, this is Paul. <laughs> the Apostle Paul, he's imprisoned in Rome, and he is writing to the church of Ephesus, which is the church that he spent most of his time a couple of years at. And so he's writing this letter to them. Okay, sorry, I meant to give just a little bit of whatever was going on. So, with, so verse 2, with tender humility and quiet patience, always demonstrate gentleness and generous love toward one another. He's talking to the church, especially towards those who may try your patience. Does anybody here try your patience? Don't raise your hand, Debbie. <laughs> We're people. We try each other's patience. We're human, right? It's all good. So be, but be faithful to guard the sweet harmony of the Holy Spirit among you in the bonds of peace. Be faithful. Be faithful to guard the sweet harmony of the Holy Spirit among you in the bonds of peace. Being one body and one spirit as you were all called into the same glorious hope of divine destiny. For the Lord God is one, and so are we. For we share in one faith, one baptism, and one Father. And he is the perfect Father who leads us all, works through us all, and lives in us all. I'll say amen. Amen. <clears throat> Skip down to verse 11. 11 through 16. And he has appointed some with grace to be apostles, and some with grace to be prophets, some with grace to be evangelists, and some with grace to be pastors, and some with grace to be teachers. And their calling is to nurture and prepare all the holy believers to do their own works of ministry, and as they do this, they will enlarge and build up the body of Christ. These grace ministries will function until we all attain oneness into the faith, until we all experience the fullness of what it means to know the Son of God, 
And finally, we become one into a perfect man with the full dimensions of spiritual maturity and fully developed into the abundance of Christ. And then our immaturity will end. Can I hear a hallelujah? (laughs) And we will not be easily shaken by trouble, nor led astray by novel teachings or by the false doctrines of deceivers who teach clever lies. But instead, we will remain strong and always sincere in our love as we express the truth. All our direction and our ministries will flow from Christ and lead us deeper into him, the anointed head of his body, the church. For his body has been formed in his image and is closely joined together and constantly connected as one. And every member has been given what? Divine gifts to what? Contribute to the growth of who? All. And as as these gifts operate effectively throughout the whole body, we are built up and made perfect in love. So this is the church, our divine calling. There will be preparation for our own works of ministry. How many are you, how many of you are doing your own works of ministry? Just think about it. We will be enlarged and build up the body of Christ. There will be oneness and fullness, spiritual maturity. We will not easily be shaken by trouble. We won't be led astray by false teachings. We won't be deceived. All ministries will lead us deeper into him. Gifts will contribute to the growth of everyone, will be built up, and we will be made perfect in love together. So I would say his church is a really big deal because all of these things happen in his body, the church. Look at your neighbor and say, you're the body. Look at your other neighbor and say, you're the body. (laughs) All right, let's go to... 1 Corinthians 12, we'll read that really quick, and then we'll I'll share really briefly and pray. Okay, we're going to look at 1 Corinthians 12, 5 through 20. Y'all there? Okay, almost? All right. The Lord Yahweh is one. And he is the one who apportions to believers different varieties of ministries. The same God distributes different kinds of miracles that accomplish different results through each believer's gift and ministry as he energizes and activates them. Each believer is given continuous revelation by the Holy Spirit to benefit not just himself, but who? All. For example, the Spirit gives to one the gift of the word of wisdom. To another, the same Spirit gives the gift of the word of revelation knowledge. And to another, the same Spirit gives the gift of faith. And to another, the same Spirit gives gifts of healing. And to another, the power to work miracles. And to another, the gift of prophecy. And to another, the gift of, or the gift to discern what the Spirit is speaking. And to another, the gift of speaking different kinds of tongues. And to another, the gift of interpretation of tongues. Remember... It is the same Holy Spirit who distributes, activates, and operates these different gifts as he chooses for each believer. 
Just as the human body is one, though it has many parts that together form one body, so too is Christ. For by, for by one spirit, we all were immersed and mingled into one single body. And no matter our status, whether we are Jews or non-Jews, oppressed or free, we are all privileged to drink deeply of the same Holy Spirit. Did y'all catch that? We are all privileged to drink deeply of the same Holy Spirit. In fact, the human body is not one single part, but rather many parts mingled into one. So if the fit were to say, since I'm not a hand, I'm not a part of the body, it's forgetting that it's still a vital part of the body. And if the ear were to say, since I'm not an eye, I'm not really a part of the body, it's forgetting that it is still an important part of the body. Think of it this way. If the whole body were just an eyeball, how could it hear sounds? And if the whole body were just an ear, how could it smell different fragrances? But God has carefully designed each member and placed it in the body to function as he desires. A diversity is required, for if the body consisted of one single part, there would not be a body at all. So now we see that there are many differing parts and functions, but one body. So every... Every single believer is given continuous revelation by his Holy Spirit to benefit not just himself, but all. God carefully designed us to function together. Ephesians teaches us that spiritual growth occurs primarily in a holy community with others. Iron sharpening iron. Your identity is fully discovered within community. <clears throat> In the days ahead, I'm just going to read some things that I felt that I was kind of writing down. In the days ahead, the Lord will be glorified through his church. So no matter what popular belief is today, no matter what society says today, no matter who says the church is dying, the truth is the Lord is going to return for a beautiful bride, his church, the body. And he will be glorified through his church. And I'm really excited because I believe that is exactly this is what he's doing and where he's taking us. And so I believe God desires to reestablish a love and an admiration in us for his church and for one another. <clears throat> And that he desires to raise our standard of expectation to his standard. So what we just read is a standard and not our past experiences in church. Former times of sorrow from hurts and disappointments will no longer be our standard of expectation. Also, former times of thriving will serve as stepping stones for experiencing his, his goodness in our future. I believe God is, an ex is extending an invitation for us to thrive right where we are positioned today, okay? So I do have some things that I have felt in my heart that I want to challenge you guys. And this is who I am. I'm an exhorter. I'm not really that much of an encourager. <laughs> I'm a challenger. I don't know why. The Lord made me that way. So I'm needed, right? Like we're all needed. We all bring the different, yeah. The sooner you realize that just the way he created you is exactly what he needs you to be, 
You can take a deep breath. The better it'll be, I promise, for you and for everyone around you. So if you've been a believer for a long time, I want to challenge the way you view Sundays. I want you to know that it is not just another service. In fact, I really don't like the fact that we call it a celebration service. We say service times and because it conditions us to think that this is just a service. And this is not just a service. It is so much more than that. And I feel like the Lord wants to reestablish his vision and his perspective concerning his church in our minds and our hearts today. If you've been in this church family for many years, a couple of years or a couple of months, and if you're confident you'll be here in five years, or if you aren't sure how long you'll be here, my challenge is the same. If you're here, then be here. (laughs) If you're here, be here wholeheartedly. Be present. Engage your heart. Devote yourselves not only to Christ, but to one another. You will be better off, I promise, if you do. And you don't have to know what, hold, what tomorrow holds, where, where you may or may not be. I just, just be committed right where he has you because there is a purpose for you right here, right now. Be authentic. In the days ahead, authenticity is going to be required for the church. We will have to be who we truly are in front of one another. We're going to have to actually allow one another to see what's going on inside of us. I'm really convinced that there should the most effective accountability should be within the spiritual family of the church body. You want to know why? Because some of us have family members that don't even know the Lord. But we here together are going after the Lord. We read his word. There is, um, it's calling us up. We know, we know the character that we should possess right, in Christ, we're reading it. Um, We're becoming it together. And when we forget and we may step out of line, we start acting like a patoose or a patoose or whatever, and we forget who we are in Christ, I feel like it should be us in this house that should be able to say, hey, you've forgotten who you are. Let me tell you who you are. And we should champion one another along. Or, hey, you're being a real stinker. You know? I mean, just think about it. But we're, you know, we're so afraid to do that. We're so afraid to actually be authentic. But I do believe that in the days ahead, especially as the Lord is glorified through the church and his purpose for his church, authenticity is going to be required. So be real, be accountable, and let's not treat Sundays as if they're the last day of the week. Because they're vital. Because you're becoming like Christ when we gather together. And you're becoming influences and affects my becoming and my becoming affects and influences your becoming and I really feel like um, something's going to happen just with me being up here and, and saying yes to this because what you don't know is that I had to like battle to get here which just sounds so crazy because I've been a pastor's wife for however long and I've spoken before but there's still that um, tendency for me to want to craft this beautiful message because I love the word and I want to teach you the word. I want to, you know, I want to do that. But what the Lord has shown me that even though I might have a desire to like be able to teach the word and it be 
theologically sound and put together this beautiful message that just ministers to your heart on another level. I'm not there. But where I am is I'm homeschooling two boys, and I'm home with a toddler, and I'm supporting my husband. That's the pastor of the house. And he has me exactly where I'm supposed to be. And where I'm supposed to be, what I, what I do, I can hear the voice of the Lord right where I'm at, and I do. And that's what I get to do. I get to come here, and I get to share the heart of the Lord, being just exactly who I am, and being just in my lane and, and doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And so I believe that that is going to release you guys to also do and be. And here's the really cool part. <laughs> well, it's not really cool. But we've known that we were going to speak. Jared put together a schedule. Some of us know of this, but put together a schedule for us to speak. I mean, months ago. <laughs> months ago, you guys. And months ago, well, guess what I did? I looked at my husband and I said, you removed me from that list. <laughs> already know months in advance I'm not going to be able to do that <laughs> um I just went through a really hard time and the reason why I was going through a really hard time I mean battling like battling um and the reason was because there was this I allowed expect like to put those expectations on myself and this and create this pressure that just wasn't necessary and it's it's what has been so cool about it though and Jared not even knowing, is that the Lord has brought me through. There's been this process, a beautiful process of the Lord just releasing me to be who I am. And you know who helped me? Y'all did. So not only did I tell my husband months ago that I wouldn't do this, I told the Lord. I thought it'd be a really good idea to tell the Lord that I wasn't going to do. <laughs> I was doing all I could do. I couldn't manage to also come up here and try to I don't know, speak. It's a lot harder than you think, isn't it, Shagoon? It's harder than you think to get up here and speak and to do it within a timely manner, and it makes sense, and, you know, it is. And so I told the Lord that, no, this wouldn't happening. I hardened my heart. You ever harden your heart, and you know you hardened your heart? I don't ever suggest doing that. It's really hard to, it takes time to find your way back. <laughs> Um, but I did, and it was you guys that helped me. There was one Sunday that I decided I was here still worshiping, but things still weren't the same in my heart and me. And I decided, you know what? I'm going to go up to the front, and I'm just going to have them pray for me. And I'm just going to tell them. I don't know if Rodney remembers this. I'm just going to tell them, just pray whatever you want to pray. <laughs> and that night, I came up, and two things happened. Um, Hank and Ashley prayed for me. And I had not spoken to them concerning what had been going on in me and this battle I was having with the Lord and within myself. And um, and Ashley gave me a prophetic word. Hank and Ashley both did. And it spoke the very word that I told the Lord I couldn't do. It was spoken to me that actually he was, he gave me a name tag. It said manager, and he was going to help me manage. And then I went to Rodney, and Rodney did what Rodney does. He brought the passion. And it, don't make me cry. And it, that tenderness just helped to strip away hardness that I allowed in my heart. And I couldn't do that alone. I needed y'all to help me. And so, wouldn't get a cry. 
I want you to look at your neighbor and say, I need you. <laughs> look at your other neighbor and say, I'm better with you. <laughs> so in the days ahead, I believe that um, we're going to, and I'm ending now, so um, we're going to pray, and, there, and I do believe actually it's going to be uh, repentance that we need to repent because the Lord is so passionate about his church, Okay. And so I, I really feel like for all of us, for some of us, many of us, that, um, that we're, we're going to need to repent for a worldly mindset and attitude towards this church. Come on. Yeah. And um, I just want to say that new mindsets and behaviors are required for where he's taking us, and that's when we're going to repent. New wine is always poured into new wine skins, okay? So I also want us to repent for any spiritual lethargy or complacency because the it is the temptation of every believer who's known the Lord for any amount of time for us to become lethargic, okay? And, um, man, we are called to be fire starters, fire bringers, history makers. We are, and we are going to. And I see things taking place, so me bringing this, does not, I, that's why I wanted to start with declaring and sharing the things that the Lord had shown me. And I know I did, it was different things. I didn't even really talk about all that's taking place in you, but that I've witnessed, and I know that we've seen, and it's beautiful. But I know that where he's taking us is beautiful and powerful, and it will require us to continue to go forth. And we need to have his heart and his passion and his perspective and his vision for the church, because we have got to come together We've got to be vulnerable together, be authentic, and we've got to show up, okay? And so I'm going to ask you to stand, and let's just, um, we're repenting. If you feel like Holy Spirit is revealing any mindset or behavior, worldly mindset, I'm sorry, worldly mindset or attitude towards his church, I want us to repent for that. So let's just go ahead and do that. So, Lord, we just, we love you, Father. And because we love you, we love what you love. <laughs> and we acknowledge that you love your church. You died for your church. And you have purposed and destined to do powerful, life-transforming things that echoes in eternity through your church. And so, Lord, we repent of allowing past hurts or disappointments, um, loss, anything, even worldly influence to affect the way we see, the way we speak about, the way we feel about your church. We're sorry. And from this moment forward, Lord, we want to speak highly, lovingly. We want to admire your church again because we are the church and you've called us to love you and to love one another. And so we just invite you to increase your love in our hearts for one another and even the church as a whole. In Jesus' name. I also want us to go ahead and repent for any spiritual lethargy or complacency.
Okay, so you can just, Lord, just like the song. I love the songs that we're singing this morning. And the prayers prayed, Lord, we want to not only return to our first love, but remain with our first love. Lord, may we not forget where you brought us from, where we were when we first encountered you, and you stole our heart. You took our breath away. Lord, I believe that every day can be lived like that day. And Lord, we repent of allowing busyness or the cares of the world or our own bad habits or attitudes to just come in, creep in, and affect the temperature and affect um, the temperature of our hearts and our spirits, our souls, and allow us to become lethargic. She didn't call us to become lethargic and complacent or lukewarm. You called us to be on fire And so we just declare that we are passionate lovers of you moving forward. Radical lovers of you, Father. May it be seen. May it be felt. May people come in and know us by our love. I declare that this house will, not, will no longer just be identified as the friendly church, but we will be identified as the loving church. We thank you, Father, for it. In Jesus' name. Y'all good? All right. I'm going to have you do one more thing. Guys, I spoke for 30 minutes. <laughs> that was a little longer than I anticipated. I want you to find someone or turn to your neighbor, and I just want you to share briefly. I want to encourage you to share briefly what the Lord is doing in you. Can we do that? Can we do it? Yeah? All right. Just take a minute or two, share with each other what the Lord is currently doing in you, please.